0: Welcome to Echoes of Holiness Podcast. It's good to be here this morning. We appreciate the privilege of being gathered together in count meeting with you. Uh, you know what uh, that kind of preaching that Bill preached this morning does for me. I thought that uh, when he began to get in toward the end, that it made me want to uh, lay my mattock down and spit in my hands, rub them together and take it again. Amen and just row on get a new grip on the thing if it's been letting it slip why just get a new grip on it amen it's good to see all the folks that are here that we don't get to see too often we appreciate you this morning glad for the privilege of being here i'm glad to have uh, my wife with me uh, the first time west of the mississippi we had a little bit of problem getting across the river uh, i don't think it'd be hard to get her to go back across but uh, I don't know if we can get her back this way again, but we're glad she's here. And uh, I appreciate uh, uh, the folks that come with us. Amen. Well, uh, Brother Glenn asked me to preach last night. And uh, I kind of tried to talk him out of it a little bit uh, for a while. And uh, then uh, sometime this morning when I got to praying and the Lord got to moving on me, I was kind of glad he didn't, that he didn't let me talk him out of it. I want to turn with you this morning in Second Peter, uh, chapter number two, and uh, let's start reading with verse number seventeen. Second Peter chapter two and verse number seventeen. It's always good to be with Brother Bill and Brother Benny. Uh, Brother Benny's a, a special person to me and to my family, and uh, we just really appreciate him. Appreciate Brother Glenn and all of you. Uh, 2 Peter chapter 2 and uh, verse 17. I ain't much good at talking. I don't know how much good I'll do at preaching. Maybe we just better get into the preaching. These are wells without water. Clouds they are carried with the tempest to whom the mist of darkness is resumed res- erred forever. For when they pre- speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness, those that are clean escape from them who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption from whom a man is overcome, of the same he is brought in bondage. For if after that they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse uh, with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after that they had known it to turn from the holy commandment. Uh, Delivered unto them. I want to read uh, uh, Jude, verse number 12. Jude 12, these are spots in the feast of charity. where they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without water. Carried about by the winds. Trees, whose fruit withereth. Without fruit, twice dead. And plucked up by the roots. I want to preach to you this morning the burden of my heart. First of all, I'm a pastor. I have a pastor's burden. And uh, this is something that's been bothering me for a while. I preached it to our congregation. I named it uh, in the fellowship meeting uh, in Whitesburg. But I want to preach to you this morning on the subject they are returned to And entangled with. I would that you'd pray with us. Father, we're thankful this morning for the privilege and for the opportunity of being here. Lord, we are here partly because of the uh, indebtedness to these, our brethren, and our love for them and desire for fellowship, but more so, God, we will preach this morning because we are called and woe be unto us, for we realize our indebtedness. Therefore, I plead not for the limelight nor the applause of my brethren, but, oh God, I plead for that anointing that makes a New Testament prophet, that man alone, oh O God, of Holy Ghost anointing fire. God, touch these lips of clay. In Jesus' name, we will give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. Amen and amen. Come on, Jude talks of some folks who were dead. Yes. And then by the grace of God and the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, they were made to live again. Yes. Yes. But even having, having been dead and now made alive, he talks of those who have again died All right. until they are twice dead fruit that withers right. and then fruitless right. and then twice dead and plucked up for the roots. All right. Amen. This first time they were dead in sin right. and in the formalities of dead uh, uh, religious creeds and, and dead churches and formalism. Right. The second time they died they died from the truth. Yeah. Therefore that makes them apostates. Oh, stand with me, Lord. i mm. i I've got something that's bothering me. I ain't the smartest man in the world, and I didn't have a whole this heritage about 20 years. Come from nothing. Didn't know anything. Failing at the left and headed for the right and been running ever since. But we... Are of the three wholeness ranks are doing this very same thing. It bothers me that in the 20 years, Brother Sutherland, that I've been saved and preaching, that I'm seeing folks that were once delivered and once set free returning to some of the very things. That our forefathers thought was important enough that they'd die before they'd fellowship with. Right. Hallelujah. Well, it's hot. But you see, this bothers me. We, this, this toleration that I see among us. I, I want fellowship, but not at the price of Compromise. I want to to be able to have the number, but not at the sake of tolerating things that one time made us sick. You see, Peter talked about uh, a dog that had eaten something that made him sick, and he vomited it up. But then uh, he vomited it up, and he got to feeling better. Then He turned right around and eat that same old puke again. Amen. God help me right now. We are, I feel like, in danger of losing this holiness heritage. I'm not sure that we can But I'd like to try to see if we couldn't have another Puritan revival. You see, the word Puritan in the beginning was used as a term of reproach, kind of like holy roller and tongue talker. And that bunch was used of us. But in the beginning, all the Puritans wanted was to bring the Reformation. Back and life back in to their own church, the Church of England. It was only after that they realized they could not stem the tide of formality and worldliness and vice and lasciviousness that had washed over the Church of England that they took the term of Puritans and Come Outers. But their only, their only sin was, their only fault was that they had a great fidelity to the Word of God. The only thing that they uh, could uh, uh, pin on them was that they were orthodox in their faith and fervent in their worship. And those two things—if we call ourselves fundamentalists today—those two things: that uh, that uh, desire for a pure doctrine, Mm, glory to God, and that heart fervency for worship. Those two things are our heritage from the Puritans. And it's those two things that we are in danger of losing. Now you can sit and stick your head in the sand and say we ain't if you want to, but the very fact that they are folks that could be here today, that ought to be here today, that are obligated to be here today, that if they had any conviction about church and about their church and their camp meeting that have planned to be here, the very fact that they're not here this morning lets me and you know that the free folk are in trouble. Amen. That's just one of the things, but that is one of the things. Amen. We have today come among us this watered-down doctrinal preaching. Did you know what? The charismatics would have never even shook the free holiness folk if we had been preaching the great themes of the gospel like we ought to have been. If we had a schooled our people in salvation and in sanctification and in the baptism of the Holy Ghost in the sovereignty of God and in the holiness of God and in the purity of God did you realize that this false doctrine of the charismatic church is bound on could have never got into us if we had understood the sovereignty of God I believe God can stack 10,000 angels on the head of a needle if he wants to and have room to spare and anything you can do about it I trust God for body, soul, and spirit. But I also know, God, I don't command God to do anything, and you don't either. But this doctrine would have never got among us if we had uh, preached a gospel that had brought a deep, deep repentance. It bothers me that when we get sinners to the altar, there don't seem to be that old-time deep fear and sense of humility. There ain't that true repentance. They'll come and pray tonight and sit on a seat tomorrow night. And we work with them for six months now and some of them for six years trying to get them to lay aside the things that we prayed through. We got saved automatically. Nobody preached to us. We just had a clean shucking. But did you know what? In the hour of men you're living in, men's minds are no longer, their thoughts are no longer God-centered. Walk outside the tabernacle after the services are over, after a man's preached on some of the things that uh, uh, we call controversial anymore, and therefore some of our folks are walking around and we're outside joking about it. Watch out now, you're going to lose your sanctification. Amen. We have no longer a God-centered thought life, and therefore we have no fear of God in the way we're living our lives. Amen. And creeping in among us. Amen in churches. Oh, glory to God. That one time I was a citadel. Amen. A pavilion of old-time holiness. The world has crept in the church. Little by little. It came in the doctrine. Amen. And then it came in their ethics and their morals. Amen. And it got in their music. my God whatever happened to be for sin a double cure save from wrath and make me pure I said it's bothering me we no longer have the prayer meetings crying out for heart purity anymore I know we're fussing and fighting and splitting over sanctification. One preacher, a good friend of mine, a good preacher, come up to me and he said, uh, Now come over, the garbage. You don't believe the eradication theory on sanctification, do you? And I looked at him and I said, My brother, let me tell you something. What's bothering me is... It ain't whether I can have this much or that much. What's bothered me is, have I got all? Have I honestly, out of a pure heart, with a fervent spirit, strived for all the heart purity and sanctification power of God that I can have? That's what's bothering me this morning. Amen. Is that we don't hunger for it anymore. The church is going to hell this morning because we have lost our desire for heart purity. Returning to the very things we used to listen, we didn't used to have to name jewelry. You shocked her off, holy people didn't wear it. (態ities) Hallelujah! Amen. But when the organization got together and voted it's all right to have a finger ring and call it a wedding band. Oh God. Well, brother Glenn I'm into it. And I'm a host of it, and I'm going to preach it now. If you don't let me know, never mind. man, Somebody said he's pulling a long train. Don't let me know difference now. Hey man, I found out a long time ago a hot stove can bake good cornbread in a cold room. Hey man, If you've got the fire on the inside, it don't matter how car the room is on the outside. Amen. This is eating on me, and you're here, and I'm here, and if you don't run, until I get through, I'm going to preach to you a little while today. Amen. We're about like that old dog, my friend. We're going back to things... Sack. we've got us a spirit of toleration and we call it love hey man, it's toleration it's the same thing that church had in Revelation 2 and 20 I got someone against you because you suffer that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess to teach my people to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed to idols uh, you suffer her in the name of love and humility uh, in the name of unity we are suffering some things that we should uh, be a uh, casting out amen List caught a few years ago down there part of the country a Nazarene preacher not a, a holiness preacher but a Nazarene preacher set a ten up beginning to have a gospel meeting preaching a blessing before you uh, get all turned up on of them some of them can preach more sanctification in 15 minutes than we can in 15 years a pastor in a Pentecostal church well it's it's a division it's a division on anything that's right amen I'll tell you one thing. If you'll make your mind up instead of saying I don't believe this theory or that theory if you'll get on the altar and start praying God I, I'm going to forget the theories. I won't know what the word of God says. I'll be for sin a double cure. Don't just save me from wrath. Bless God but make me heart pure. Make me hate sin. Fear sin. Sick of sin. Can't stomach sin. Sanctify my spirit soul and body. Sanctify my mind against these awful thoughts that are warring on the soul. Hey man One yeah. of well, those services Kind of like Bill was talking about a while ago Uninvited In the congregation woman got up Wanted to testify Just kind of took over yeah. 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 And i tell you what They say I run a close church Swam close to me Jesus But uh, It is just Because i standing up for me when a man tries to take over that order. Uh, There ain't about to be no woman get up out of order and take over. Hello? But she got up and her little short, tight dress, about two inches below her knee or less, about two sizes too small. Her hair blocked off. And she said, Now, when I preach, and she went through that for a while. And that old gentleman, a bespeckled speckled, gray, cut up and took a hope to the rust him on both sides and peered out over his glasses and said, Woman, did I understand you to say when you preached?
1: He said, Woman,
0: you ain't even saved, let alone called to preach. Ha! Ah! But if we ain't careful, my brother, in our churches, something like that will get up and we'll just take the tuck in. We'll suffer. We don't condone it, but we suffer it. And Jesus said that he had someone against them because they were suffering. Amen. There's some things, bless God. There's some things I can suffer with. If you're coming this way, come on. I'll push you. I'll drag you. I'll pull you. I'll play with you. Now I'll run you all I can. But my friend, if you are coming around and said love me like I am, forget it. Yeah. Entangled again. Yeah. Oh, God. Most Lord, churches, God. they'll tolerate anything. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How can I stem the tide? What are we going to do? Now, Brother Johnny, we've got to love them. Yeah. Yes sir. I love the prostitute, the pimp and the homo. But they ain't about to come to my church and set up their plans. All right, all right. Amen. The world's welcome anytime it wants to. But the world stops here. You're going to never get Well, we want to win them Therefore, we're going to let them play Listen, you'll never win them By condoning what they're doing You'll never win them By compromising with them Well, let's let him go ahead And play his music Let's get She can sing good Let's get her up here. No, sir Amen, it's vomit It's puke Amen, it makes God sick It makes the holiest preacher sick It ought to make you sick Come on. Come on, God. My God, if we're to repentance again Tell folks, make a clean break with sin. Clean shucking from the world. Preach the whole Christ, not a divided one. Christ the Savior, but not the Lord. Everybody wants a Savior, but nobody wants to be submissive. Amen. We don't, we've never learned how to be submissive to God, to the Holy Ghost, to, to the pastor. Amen. 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 You know, it's a, it may be, it may be, it may be time for the come-outers to come out again. Come out from among them, saith the Lord, and be ye separate. You know, all Israel had, all Israel ever had was their separation. God did not choose them because they was big or mighty or handsome or pure. He chose them by grace alone, by this family in this way. And his commandment was, be ye separate. But when Balaam couldn't curse Israel, he said, let me tell you what I'll do. In order to get the the green to cross the palm, I'll tell you what we can do. If you'll just... Uh, get them to mixing and a mingling together if you get there uh there uh most enticing young ladies and their latest uh, Hollywood outfits uh, to come skipping into church. Uh, amen. Let's just invite them on in. Let's have our hot dog suppers. and uh, Amen. Get everybody together and everybody be happy and, and all together after a while. Uh, amen. Uh, that boy, I quit looking uh, for that girl that had a wholeness dress and a wholeness uh, hairdo. Amen. And a wholeness spirit. Uh, and that spirit in him will raise up uh, and he'll marry into that thing. And after he does, the preacher will be so bound up he can't preach against Mm, hallelujah. Glory to God. And so we'll just take over that finest shot. And that's what they've done. Right. Right. Amen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I know, Pastor. So I'd like to address that. But if I do, it'll stir up a stink. Well, let her stir. Yeah. Come on. What Pastor told me, he said, now, Brother Gabriel that's, that's an old stump. And it's been here for a long time. And, uh. I said, well, what have you you done about it? He said, well, I just kind of keep it mowed around. Try to keep where everybody can see it. But said, everybody's advised me, you know, you can't, you're going to tear up a lot of earth to move that stump. Said, it can't be moved. I said, enough dynamite, we'll blow up anything. (laughs) Amen. I said, let me dig around his roots. I'll, I'll stick enough black powder, amen, in towards his heart. Amen. I'll pour enough ammonia in on top of it. I'll put enough fuses in there that when I hit the battery this right, there'll be enough. Oh, but it will tear things up. Listen. No matter how high the ground blows up, just stand around. it will settle down after a while. When it does, the stump's gone. Amen. And you ain't bearing a compromiser. He ain't stopping a young man to stumble over him. Bless God, my friend. We're twice dead. Our fruits begin to wither step is dead and then plucked up and throw away we let this thing go a little bit farther let me ask you this if we slide as much in the next five years as we have in the last five thank you to all who join us in making echoes of holiness radio possible the advertisements provide less than 20 percent of the cost of broadcasting we appreciate all that have helped to make up the difference To contact us about partnering with us in prayer for Echoes of Holiness or about contributions, you may do so at Echoes of Holiness Radio P.O. Box 161, Augusta Springs, Virginia 24411 or online at echoesofholiness.org. Thank you for joining us this year.